welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Hey, Mr. Patterson. Hello. I know you're uh, rushing home after a really fun episode that we had with the rag company. That what, was a lot of fun. What was your favorite part? Uh, drinking beer uh, while recording a podcast. Man, right? Because they, they said multiple times like, uh, what was your favorite part? Watching them drink water while <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got to drink beer. You picked out a really good beer from Anthem. It's just their their IPA. I mean, really kind of low on the IBUs, like we talked about on the podcast. It was, yeah. man, you, you did a really good choice on that one. Hey, kudos to me. Yeah, kudos to you. But uh, and kudos to you for setting up the co-op podcast with the the Rag Company. Hey, shout out to Mobile Tech Expo for the community that they had there. Ooh. Without community. There would be no uh, podcast, so thank you, Mobile Tech, for allowing us to have a facility. Ooh, definitely. I like your, what you did there. You like it? Hey, another thing that we did for community is on the podcast, we tell them thank you. Like, thank you so much for having us on. We want to give away a $100 gift card to the rag company. So we're going to grab a, a gift card, and you've got to go like the, the Pints and Polishing podcast page or follow it, whatever, on Instagram, and then also the Rag Company page. And then on the Pints and Polishing podcast page, we're going to post a photo of this episode. You need to comment why you love the Rag Company. And then on February 14th, we're going to give away a $100 gift card. $100. DJ, is, is what are you getting uh, your wife for Valentine's? Well, no, they sell more than rags, remember? We talked oh, okay, about that. Okay, okay, okay. Because I'm hoping she's not, you know, there's no rag associated with Valentine's Day. Uh, bad joke. I mean, oh, oh, bad joke. Hey, uh, right. so how funny would that be, though, to get, as a detailer, you give your wife or girlfriend or whatever <laughs> microfiber towels and a bunch of detailing products? <laughs> that would not be good, Marshall. Oh, wouldn't. Was that why I'm still single? Damn it. That's the way it goes. All right, Ian. Hey, man. I appreciate all your time. Thanks for everything, uh, putting this all together. And uh, what a fun episode. Go take care of your kids and, uh, we'll, you know, make it a great night. I am. I'm make a great night. Enjoy <laughs> the podcast, everybody. Enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. It's a fun one with the Rag Company. See you guys. We're live. Sweet. All right. Okay. Well, you want to count it in, Dane? You want to count it in? I can do my intro if you Let's guys are game to listen to me blabber for a sec. <laughs> it's Dane in the mood. All right. Oh, Special guest on the Rag Company podcast. Super excited. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, right. you guys got your beer okay. or what? Yeah, you got your beer or what? I know. Doing? I, I, got, I got wish water. I had beer right now. Seriously. Yeah, I got, uh, oh, we're still, still on the clock. Technically, yeah, we're here at 1 o'clock. Yeah, she's, she's 
Oh, but we do have this sitting right here. We so. do have oh, that. Oh, nice. you got the pint glass. Yeah. yeah. That guy there. <laughs> there you go. That'll yeah. work. So we always drink beer and uh, and talk about detailing. Nice. Works for us. You guys drinking Coors Banquet right now? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. That that's TJ's favorite. No, this is a local beer called. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's Anthem. see. I can't. My Anthem. camera's on. Yeah, right. Anthem IPA. Yep. yep. Anthem. Oh, nice. I was saying you guys are gonna have to pick out oh, some it's Idaho, Idaho beers company. and send them to them. We didn't have any Idaho. I checked around. We didn't have any here at all. Uh, we have uh, <laughs> some of the breweries. Are right. Sockeye, Crooked <laughs> Fence, Sockeye, Crooked Fence, uh, Mad uh, Swede, Mad Swede. There's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of good breweries. That you can but yeah, send over. yeah. yeah. The so problem guess, is in Oklahoma, we just we're so far behind. I mean, we didn't even get six point beers cold until what October last year. Last October year. last I mean, year, yeah. yeah. We yeah, would so have to we'd have to get three point two if we wanted it cold. So it just where, kept a lot of companies out. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's start this podcast. Well, I guess talk. have we already started? Well, I guess we already we do did. An intro? Why don't I we don't just know. do that? We do <laughs> we're intro. so used to doing an intro on this, but sometimes segueing right into well, it. Well, we can tell our listeners that we're on. Yeah, right now we'll with make the it. Boys we'll make it clear. Polishing podcast. So that's right. <laughs> in case you guys were wondering, we got Marshall and DJ on here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, of course, the gang from the Red Company podcast. We're here. So too. we're kind of cross doing a podcast. So we hope you guys are enjoying this. Hopefully, your fans find some polishes but yeah. if you're not go find them where are you yes. guys at itunes oh yeah man stitcher yeah sound all this pretty stuff. much any all of those you can search uh spotify all the different That's ones good stuff so like they oh. said they drink beer they talk about detailing <laughs> nice all right kind of like so us we eat fishermen we suck on fishermen's friend lozenges and talk about <laughs> not as <laughs> exciting nice. super fun not as exciting or, i don't know if you guys clock, can see we this one away with it <laughs> Ah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's like cough drops or candy. They're cough drops. Well, yeah, they're definitely they're, not candy. But that one's anus flavored. <laughs> so you, guys, you guys are sucking on anus flavored cough drops. Yes. Nice. I am not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she thank is you not. For <laughs> just, so you know, just the men in the room. It's actually yeah. really delicious. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm sure it yeah, is. It's actually one of those good dark chocolate. Telling me that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, oh, so getting well. into this thing. So I think we should start with just getting some just background info yeah. on you know, on how you guys got started. Uh, just give us, you know, <laughs> however you want to do it. Um, and then Bring we can kind of share a little bit of just us and then kind of dive right into, yeah. you know, the wonderful world of detailing, you know. And podcasts. And podcasts. Yeah. So, yeah, give us a spiel. Go ahead, boys. Uh, spiel on how we started the podcast or how we started. Well, let's not spill the beer. You though. and the podcast. Tell yeah, us like, when it started. Were you six? Were you five? We were in a hotel were room. For detailing. A hotel right. room. Okay. Nice. Sucking on anus um, lozenges. Lozenges. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Surprisingly similar. Weird. Yeah. No. Uh, so, I mean, our kind of stories are intertwined through a, a quite a bit of our life. I mean, I started detailing in 2002 as a mobile detailer. Just randomly picked up a power washer and started cleaning cars. Um, a couple years later, I had some customers that wanted to start a car wash business with me. And so, 2006, we built a tunnel wash with a um, Flex serve is a flex serve model where we had a detail shop in it, nice. and um, my, this random day, some kid just comes speeding up in a Honda Civic and good-looking kid, average, mediocre detailer, best in Tulsa, like came in and like, hey, I need a job, I'm like well, I don't know if we could hire. I'm or pretty not. sure he's scouting you know, me out from the car wash down the street. I don't know. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, that's how I met DJ. He walked in one day and uh, started working for me, and um, we worked hand in hand. And then um, I left that wash, and he stayed there. And then I sent him some waterless one day. And was like, hey, maybe you should try this as a and leave the wash and do a mobile detailing. And that's how he got started. And that was two thousand and two thousand eight or nine nine, nine. two thousand nine. Yeah. Yep. So I let the car wash and worked out of the trunk of my car for several years and just really built up to uh, the company that I've got today. So it's nice. uh yeah, it's been a fun road. And then um, so we're we're sitting in. I've got a warehouse in the back. DJ rents this front uh, office, and that's where we're sitting. Uh, you've got a full production room, really nice. Uh, looks really great. Yeah, and, uh, we're, we're, uh, got we're sitting in just there, a, yeah. We got pictures on the wall. We got yeah. pictures on the wall. Yeah, that nice helps. Hellcat there. That helps. Yeah. Uh, but so we started the podcast just, um, I think, to kind of start talk talking about things in the industry. Um, to, I don't know, um, have something different. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, what what interests you the most about the industry? What do you like the most? Do you, do you like that it's kind of booming right now? Do you like the changes? Do you like the chemicals, the technology that's going into things? Do you like just the just the just the work in general? What what interests you guys the most? Yeah, good question. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just trying to provoke conversation here. Yeah, yeah I like for it, sure. I like it. It's those lozenges, man. It's the lozenges. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna drink I'm gonna drink some beer while you talk. No, uh, <laughs> so I've developed more into really enjoying like the business aspect of, of the industry. Um, I, I enjoy business and systems and things like that. Now at one point I was really big into product development and finding the best ceramics and the best this and the best that, but yeah. now I like I like building a team and I like helping other detailers build their teams and, and kind of um, share my failures within my, you know, cause I've got, you know, three mobile trucks here in Tulsa. I've got a shop. We've got, uh, we're working with the airport as well for all their, all our valets. So we're, we're pretty large here. So being able to like help other detailers, um, through my failures is what I like to do the most. Now I love yeah. doing corrections here and there and coatings and things, but I really love like team building and helping people kind of streamline their businesses and, and turn it more towards like an app-based business where you can run your business from your phone, essentially, if you're traveling to the UK or wherever. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm passionate about a lot is just systems, team building, culture, things like that. And what's cool, what I find is cool about that is uh, you've got a lot of different things that are out there for how to detail or ways to do the art, so to speak, of you know the actual practical right. part of detailing. But there's not a whole lot out there for... I mean, when I got into it, I didn't have a clue. I mean, I literally picked up a power wash and started cleaning cars. You can get the skills part down, but I didn't know how to run a business. And yeah. there's not a yeah. lot. So that's what I really love about what DJ's doing is actually helping guys run businesses through processes. And, I mean, he's been doing it now for, geez, <laughs> nine, ten years. So yeah. he's got quite a uh, history and ability to help a lot of guys out. So. That's awesome. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool, cool. That's like, uh, you know, I started in 96 washing cars at a car wash. Hey, there we go. And Yeah. In about 2002, I started working at a shop uh, that was just a, a literal production detail shop. Uh, so we were doing a ton of dealer work. And that's, you know, where I kind of, uh, I don't know, I started learning a good, you know, standard operating procedure and how to run a shop as efficient as I possibly could because I kind of, 
I was just always naturally a manager. Like that's just how I, you know, at the car wash at 17, 18, they were giving me supervisor roles and then managing the whole car wash at 18 and, hmm. and running a crew of 25 kids. And it was just, it was, that was just how I've always been. Yeah. So I walked into the shop and did the same thing. And the, the owner was like, yeah, dude, just, you take it. Wow. Like he loved it. Uh, the, and I was there for about a decade, literally just working and running that shop. And the things that I did was, it was just, I had a business to play with. Like I could, you know, the owner was there, but you know, at the time he was doing some of his own, uh, nefarious, uh, ways to make money. Uh, and so he was more interested in that than, uh, his legitimate business to make money. Um, and so, and he got busted for it and that is what, (laughs) You know, it put me behind the mic, so to speak, for him because I had to run that business and I had employees that I had to handle and take care of and make sure that, you know, this didn't go under without him, you know, yeah. uh, while well, he did some time. And uh, but it was a good experience because it was almost like a trial by fire. I had to put out a lot of cars. I had to get a lot of uh, make a lot of customers happy. I had to keep employees happy. Uh, and at the end of the day, you know, that was the fun part. But it burned me up. It stressed me out a lot. Uh, I, uh, it physically destroyed me. Um, so then what opportunity with a couple guys to start my own shop by myself, uh, that was when I was like, all right, I'm doing my thing. This is how it's going to go. And that's what I did. I, and I, and that was where I changed it, made it my own thing. And really like, that's how it felt like with DJ, like all of a sudden it was product development, figuring like, I actually got to spend time with products and figure out what I wanted, what I liked, what I didn't like, where, at the high volume shop, we couldn't deviate. I couldn't change a process because it was so fine tuned to the amount of time. So I could look at a car and go, you've got 27 minutes left on it. So I'm gonna call the customer and tell him to be here in 30. Nice. And my guy would get it done and get it delivered and it'd be ready in 30. You yeah. know? And so it was nice to be able to get something else and just go, nah, no time, we're good. So that was me. These guys are totally different. They're not detailers. No, Anthony different, is. Different paths. What the heck is that you know? supposed to be? Yeah. Man, <laughs> I have a detailer. I like, spent like 18 hours this weekend. You, you did. You, you're a yeah. great dealer. But, but you didn't come from a detailing, like professional detailing world. No, no. I, I, you know, I, I always. You're the home hobby. Uh, like the enthusiast. Get yeah. the eye for it. Yeah. From when, like, I guess, like the moment I got my first car, right, was also the, the I mean, I think that first year was also the first year I had a bad experience going through a car wash, right, yeah. for my first time. And at that point, I said, forget this. I'm washing my car hand wash, you know, every single time from now on out for like the rest of my life. Right. Well, I, I say that now. And so, I mean, it started it started with me just kind of doing not really knowing a whole lot, using an old sponge, using whatever soap I could find, using a bath towel to dry my car, you know, as a kid being 16 years old and I think 17 was the first time I picked up one of those um, black and Decker, you know, handle, handle, yeah. you know, buffer, yeah. uh, you know, and, and waxing my car for the first time. But then I think it was in those following years after I got my first uh, nice car, right? That's when I started doing all my research and, and started really getting into the whole thing. Which is, because, which is what people are doing now. Like, that's what we're seeing a trend yeah. in the industry is there are more and more people that are coming into detailing like, what you're finding it, yeah it's basically it's it, it, for me it was one of those things where i got my first nice car i want to keep this thing looking as nice as possible it's an investment for me being you know a kid spending over twenty thousand dollars on a car right you're sitting there like i want to take care of this and so doing the research finding out that there is superior products to what you get in a big box store finding out there's things like that 
um, forums. You know, and, and then and, and it, it was also just the therapeutic portion of, of the whole thing, right? Like I enjoyed, I enjoyed that, right? Yeah. Getting up on a weekend early in the morning, you know, before the sun fully comes out, washing my car on a you know, warm you know, summer morning was like just therapeutic and I loved it. But following that is when, you know, I started getting to the rabbit hole more and more. You know, I'd probably say this is what about uh, oh, four, oh, sorry, about, <laughs> about, so I'd say about, you know, four years ago, no, a little over four years ago, about five years ago is when I first uh, polished, you know, with an actual, you know, dual action polisher being like a, a porter cable. And that's when I first got my hands on that, started getting into it. But after that, you know, I'm one of those guys that does like to obsess and perfect in certain areas. So from the first time I did that, I was like, I want to know everything about this and I want to get into this as deep as possible. And that's when I started watching videos and tutorials and getting deeper and deeper. And then uh, before I knew it, I was watching videos uh, from a... Uh, we were letting him roll. Like, he's, go, he's going I'm, to. I'm, I'm, I'm he's he's, he's over here second. shaking right now. But <laughs> <Yeah>. well, you're <laughs> rolling, yeah. so I was going to let you keep rolling. But no, the question, like you said that you would get up. How, how many times a week would you wake up to clean your car? Oh, no, just once a week. Like, oh, like once a weekend. week. Yeah, like on the weekend. It was this thing, yeah. Yeah, like on the yeah, weekend. It was, it, was, it was like a, yeah, it was like a Saturday. It was like a Saturday <laughs> morning you, thing, right? Yeah, before, something you looked forward to. Yeah, before going to like a car show or just before, just that would have to start my weekend is I'd get out. But know, every weekend. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and that's what you do, too? Every weekend you get up and clean? No, absolutely That's not. where I was going to go. No way. <laughs> I really wonder how many guys at Detail would then wake up on a weekend and clean their car. I cleaned like, my wife's car yeah. for the first yeah. time in three months yesterday. Yeah. Oh, no, that's and, because we're detailers. It's the last thing you want to do on a Saturday morning. Yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> well, and don't get it wrong. You get well, it's it. different, and, yeah. And I don't do that now. And well, I'll just now say it right now. Hell no, I don't he do that. He hires someone. I am. This was this was me getting in. This was job. me getting into detail. Oh, okay, That's what okay. I enjoy doing. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, fiance has a, fiance has a brand new car. I haven't touched it in the four months that she's had it. Yeah. My, Sounds about right. My my race car sits in the garage. I don't. It just I just don't drive it. So to, you know, it never gets dirty. And then my uh, my daily driver, my Civic. Um, I just throw that thing through the ringer and then test out products on it and yep. do whatever. So it works. Uh, so my, well, obviously my, my mindset has changed on there, but getting into detail. So like here's there. A, here would be a good question. We had uh, on yeah. our podcast, we do what's called a tab out at the end of the night. Like you're at the bar, you're going to tab out. And generally, if you've been drinking quite a bit with some random people at the bar, that's about when sometimes some random questions start getting asked. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These can be. <laughs> These can be, they've been all over the place, our tab out question. Our last one, this past one that we talked about, um, well, maybe it was one of the others, but we had the question similar to what you asked earlier. And I think it'd be cool to get your perspective, given that you've been, you know, you were dialed in and then you're kind of back in and out. We posed the question, what's been the biggest changer for our industry? Um, you know, you could list stuff as a foam cannon, the way it's, completely changed the way you wash the car ceramic coatings the way they've changed paint correction i, I would think you guys would argue too microfiber towels versus using you know Costco. terry towels I, terry. I, yeah, yeah when when we started it was all terry towels yeah. um so i would i would that's i think that would be a fun question for you guys like what do you guys think has been the biggest or it couldn't be doesn't have to be just be one but take one and run with it 
Yeah. Some guy with baby diapers is shaking his fist in the background, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, before we do that tab out, you guys give your little spiels. Oh, yeah. uh, well, yeah, I mean, I wasn't saying we're tabbing yeah, out. We can, I was no, just saying, that. I was yeah, saying that's no, what our question is, and it was kind of piggybacking yeah, like off of that. his question. But it's something yeah, we can yeah. think about, yeah. too. So, yeah. Morgan, yeah. What's, what's the question? Well, how'd basically, how'd you get into this? <laughs> how'd, you get into, how'd you get into liking and washing your car? Yeah. Especially because you're a girl. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, can you guys hear me okay? I'm like further away. Oh, yeah, 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 we can hear you. I might go get another beer. Keep going. Make it (laughs) two. I would say it was kind of similar to Anthony because I mainly just wanted to take care of my own car and I kind of took pride in, you know, having it look good and knowing that I was the one being meticulous about everything. And then, they reached out to me and wanted to make a video with the car that I have now. And then I basically figured out that I know nothing and they wanted to help me. We, uh, yeah, we, we built her up and just pushed her back down and said, you know, back to the drawing board. This is yeah. great, but you don't know we're going to show no. you how it's done now. Yeah, but it's, it's all a case of play. Well, and for Morgan, it's kind of fun because I said it, it challenges me being a veteran in this industry mm-hmm. to... I've always taught people yeah. on how to train or how to do this stuff, but to take someone who and start fresh with someone and show them and create this new series that we've been doing that Anthony and I've been doing has mm-hmm. been exciting because of the fact that it's forcing me to think differently and trying to think in like very simple terms on how to teach someone how to detail. Yeah, because we're trying to bring people into it who may not have any starting point. Like you use terminology, you find this in a lot of YouTube demonstration detailing videos where people use terminology that just flies over somebody's head if they're not already in tune with detailing. Well, like Like, Anthony was already in tune, and so like I showed him some stuff and kind of worked. You mean like a term like correction? Yeah, that (laughs) scares me. What the fuck is that? Right? You mean you mean buff my car, right? (laughs) I just want to buff and polish. Buff and wax. I just want a, I just want a black wax job. That's what I got this weekend. Yeah, oh. I just want black wax put on it. it was like they don't make that anymore. Uh, <laughs> I don't. But know like with is. Anthony, he already had a level that he black knew what wax? to work yeah. with. No. It's for like you, know? you put on polish to on dark cars to help cover over. You, you know black that's wax. Sleek. That's well sleek. Okay. So that would be the gotcha. Yeah, that's, yes, I do know black wax now. That's now called yeah. black wax. Yes. They made them like in different colors. So he you he thought it had to do with something else. I was not thinking race at all. <laughs> wow! Jeez, oh, it's amazing, DJ. Thanks, yeah, man. I did not go there yet. Wow, I wasn't going there either, but I guess you were <laughs> secretly inside. He was thinking, <laughs> he wanted to hold on. Officially, officially make it. What known. do you mean? Why has it got to be black? <laughs> Is it hard to put on? But, but yeah, but like with Anthony, he already had a cheap? level of terminology. What? Is it cheap? Is it cheap? Is it black because it's cheap and hard to put on, or what? Oh, oh my god! Oh man! Oh, no. Oh, no. You guys can't laugh. Uh, hard to hard to put on, hard to get off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, is really? Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a story behind that. Around. Please tell. But anyway, with Anthony, I was able to. I had a level of work. She said, "What?" I could I could teach from and not have to explain certain basic rudimentary stuff yeah. mm-hmm. with morgan it's totally different we're learning how to explain stuff because mm-hmm. she has some terminology but she doesn't have all the terminology so we're trying to break it down and teach that terminology yeah dane so basically morgan's just, teaching just, everybody else how to teach yeah. Yeah. they're Good like job. along for the ride Cheers. so yeah. they're learning along with her she yeah. knows a little bit more than the audience probably but 
she's still getting that education and learning while the audience learns at the same time. And something that so. we've noticed the industry doesn't have. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. in the YouTube's channels and, and uh, topics and things like that, like nobody's really taken it from somebody who's literally just starting out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything is like, yeah, we're going to do this. And yeah, that's cool. We, like this yeah. is like, no, this is, we're going to show you what a clear coat looks like when it's not correct, like what it, what it actually is. Mm-hmm. We're going to show you peaks and valleys. We're going to talk about yeah. mechanical and chemical decontamination of yeah. what it is in the basics of it. And little snip, you know, tidbits. Yeah. Sort yeah. Of thing. Yeah, so, but it, Dane, uh, Dane's crazy. the prince of the rag company. Well, we all talk about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, the, I'm the the boss's kid, so I've got that going uh, for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, hey, cheers, man! Congratulations. Walks on eggshells around me. It's just uh, no, we don't walk. Yeah. Around. We can still give him crap all the time. <laughs> no, no, I, I I think we have a fun time around here. We That's do. a big thing. It's just trying to have like that that spirit of camaraderie, and you know, we we try and make that a thing with the company from top to bottom like there's no weirdness you just want to have everybody be like your friend yeah essentially. but what's cool about dane is he was already a car guy yeah i'm a car guy the, without a detailing yeah guy. but one of the neat things is he's got a crazy vocabulary for detailing and can answer a ton of questions with the be- and hold his own with the best of them yet he's not an act like he doesn't have the practical no, I'm the guy who gets stuck in the weeds. Like, I go like, off on these tangents and nobody wants to listen to except maybe three people. And but he it. understands theory. <laughs> like, he understands, like, detailing theory in a set, like, in the, you know, in its purest form. So if someone asks a question for customer service, he can answer it, you know. But and, I'm the, I I'm think the guy goes, who, yeah. you know, it depends on what kind of answer you're looking for. You want a straight answer that takes no more than 10 seconds? Ask Levi. He'll give you the hard tell form, you yes or no. Boom, answer like, just like that. Like, Me, I go... Well, let's try and understand the nature of your question. Yeah. No, what you're really trying to get at, and then I go down that hole, and that's not good. Like I'm like a professor, I approach it like yeah, that. So not for everybody. I won't be asking yeah. you any questions. So we'll put in the show notes. Don't call and ask for Dane. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, yeah. Don't do not that. if you're on a time don't crunch. Yeah. yeah. Even my texts are novels, so yeah. you don't want it. So Dane, <laughs> remind me again. Is that? What's your interventions about, or who did we switch the intervention to? I, I forget. Oh, well, see, it started with me because I have my Christmas tree up. That's the running joke is I, I haven't brought my Christmas tree down. And I make a point of keeping it up year-round. keeps it up year-round. It's a good nightlight. My dog likes it. Whatever. Oh Stays out there. <laughs> I liked your style, bro. Yeah. <laughs> there was a couple years I didn't take Christmas lights down. I just left them hey. up. <laughs> Enjoy it. Live it up. Live yeah. it up. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. Leave it, leave it out there, man. Yeah, now I think the intervention should be for Anthony to bring his Evo out more often. Well, and the other intervention we joke about is Dane lives here. Oh, yeah. He literally doesn't ever go home. He's (laughs) here till midnight every night. He comes in at 10, leaves at midnight. Because he's editing. He's just working. I I edit a lot of our videos. But that's That's also his hobby. That's like editing is also his hobby. So it's his (laughs) job and his hobby. So he can devote a ton of time to it. Some so people would weekends. say that's unhealthy. Right. Well, that's what, uh, uh, I would say the other way. I mean, yep. so it's actually, we, I did a video today, um, you know, for certain guys that like Monday motivation and trying to look at is, do we, do you need motivation to be doing something that you're doing? Or what if you had a passion for it, then you don't really need motivation. And there's not like yeah. a set time clock of when you clock in and out. I mean, I don't, we, and any small business owner generally work more than anyone else, and yeah. then I work 
10, 12 hours a day, sometimes more. I mean, I'll yeah, work on, on vacation. Yeah, I work on my vacation. I work all the time. If you love what you do, it's not quote it's not unquote work. work. Like, it doesn't feel like work. As yeah. Much. Yeah. But we laugh because I'm Anthony and I do go home. Sure. At the end of the day, we go home. Yeah. But we're still available. We're always on Instagram. We're always on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We're always in the groups. We're always answering it's, questions. If stuff goes down on social media, then we're listening. We're watching. We're always yeah. on. But. <laughs> Uh, Dane is, he's physically sits at his desk and works all like the whole time. Yeah. So there's, when he does take time off, everyone's like, woo, yeah, Dane. It's a miracle. Right. Like, take he a stayed home this weekend, which was awesome. <laughs> nice. You know? But that was because, yeah. you know, and the bosses know, like, we're always on. All, and we're on a group text between all of us, like we were with you guys on Friday. Like, we'll be on a group text. <laughs> yeah, that was night. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Two in the morning. Yeah, like, that's what we do. The four of you us know all what? get on group text. I think, apart fun. from just being a passion and a motivation, I think there's also a small part of it in the back of my brain where, because I'm the owner's son, I feel like feel, I have to prove yep. to everybody yep. a little bit more yep. that I'm not just some, like, slacker. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. there's that element because, you Respect. know, you get, 100%. That, you get that heat 100%, you don't man. want it. So yeah. I make sure I go above and beyond. Yeah. But, yeah so, it, but it's good. And we rightfully so. We do. You know, good for you. Well, he was the one that came up with doing the podcast. I yeah. Mean, your dad really told me about the story about how you got started with, uh, oh, yeah. he, he thought you were crazy, right? Yeah, it was just something yeah, we all I wanted did. to do. I literally, said, I literally said, Dean, that's a stupid idea. <laughs> Look at and you now. Just like, they, they all laughed like, let's, because like, let's like, try one episode. I literally sat here being like, what are we going to talk about? So, towels? So tell them about our first episode. What did we do? <laughs> well, it was a recap, essentially, right? But no, what did we set up? Oh, I mean, we, we had were an audio in, recorder. That room or yeah. It wasn't even in here. No, we it were was in the other room. very low budge. We, um... We set like a cardboard box up as like a little sound box and covered it in towels and to deaden the towels. sound. And then we put the audio recorder in front of it and we all sat in chairs and we just but like we were leaned close, in and talked like, to it. We were like, we didn't know how close to Like this close? Place, so. Like this close? Yeah. So yeah, we were like exactly. this. Or were you just touching like heads? Like this. Yeah. So the chairs okay. were talking <laughs> and we're like almost yelling yeah. in the microphone. Yeah. like We hadn't to, really used it before. You know, we had like topics like, okay, next topic. What do we want to talk about? And that's how we started it. Now we don't use notes because we're just kind of free ball. Yeah, we get in and we free ball. It. <laughs> free ball. And I'm free. <laughs> free ball. But, but then it was like, that was really fun. And <laughs> so I had a guy in college that, so I played football in college, and there was a guy literally almost after every practice in the afternoon would turn that song on. And I'm free. I mean, we heard it all the time. It was like his favorite song. He would crank yeah. up his. I mean, and you're thinking football dorms. I mean, these aren't not like I didn't go yeah. Division One. I, I was Division Two. So this was not nice football dorms. This was yeah. I, at one point I collected uh, mice that I had caught and took them into the dean's office and put it on his desk because they would not do they would not do pest wow. control. So, oh <laughs> so I mean, these these were pretty shaky. Like it was, it was rough dorms, and yes. we heard that song almost every day. I'm not and ask I'm you free. How, how you caught the oh, mice? How did I catch? Oh, no, 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 no. I said I'm not gonna ask. Oh, you're you not that. going yeah, to. I, don't. <laughs> I caught the mice. So yeah, no, we. Uh, but yeah, that's. Like... Hey, but the best was walking into the dean's <laughs> office, and it was in a brown paper bag. And I went, "Hey, man, you know, I've been talking to you that's about you know the mice problem. I just thought I'd bring you a little gift." He was literally excited. He thought I brought him a gift. He opened it up and he goes, um, 
Uh, uh, yeah, there's a dean of the of the school, and I was like, "Here's your fucking dead mice." That's like white privilege for you there. It was horrible. Hey, did you oh, like that? I beat. I, was, I thought they were alive. Yeah, I had an old oh. shop that was like oh, that, and the trash cans every morning would have mice in them. Nice. Oh. They'd climb in and fall in. They couldn't get back out. Yeah, this was a dorm oh, room. Yeah. Yeah. Dorm room. Yeah, yeah, dorm room. yeah, this was a dorm room. Uh, uh, yeah. No bueno. That's fun. <laughs> But, oh man! Yeah, so, yeah, so that was how we kind of started, <laughs> and uh, well, cool. then we built this room, foamed it up. We got we did it ourselves with adhesive foam, and uh, that was a fun afternoon. Honestly, for it's us. nothing fancy. We just ordered pallets of like foam off of Amazon and said we're going to stick it to the walls and yeah, made it. And then we bought this desk on Craigslist, and yep. Anthony threw his back out, and so and, your, and Jeff destroyed his shoulder. Yeah. It was a three-story house. We had to pull this desk down. We found it on Craigslist. Me and Jeff alone. And it was like, the guy was up. He's like, yeah, the desk is upstairs. I would help you guys, but I got to run on a phone call really quick. We didn't even Convenient. see that guy until the desk was loaded up. Well, of course. Uh, I mean, what do you think? Oh, you guys need, you guys need any help? You guys got it? Oh, okay. <laughs> And I'm sitting there, well, because we're trying to be respectful, not ding up his house, because he has a pretty nice house. But I, I think by the last panel we were pulling down, I'm going to say, F it. I'm just going to start putting holes in his walls, and this will sh- show him that he needed to help out. But I was a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I know nice, oh, nice guy. Upstairs here. What are you drinking out? Hey, so so one of the things we always do in different parts of our podcast is yeah. This so there's the beer we're drinking. I'll find the camera. There we go. There, you go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we always talk about what we taste, what's in the beer, and that type of stuff. Okay. Do you Tell guys typically are you guys IPA drinkers? Is that your or what do you guys like to drink? I drink uh, Diet Pepsi, <laughs> only the oh. finest vintage Diet Pepsi. Okay. So no, you no beer at all. Oh. I, I just oh. shot all over DJ. <laughs> you just got me, man. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, no, I don't Yikes. drink. Uh, I've been sober Yikes. for uh, 16 oh, years. He drank all the beers he'll ever need in his life before. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, out. 16 years or so I've been sober. 17 years I've nice. been sober. Uh, so, now, uh, I, on the other hand, yeah. <laughs> I like myself some reds. I definitely dig a good IPA from here or there, but I like sours, too. Really? Uh, like you like yeah. that? Like that's your thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although Anthony's kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weird in Idaho. That's like that's like I pretty much actually like only like sours. I hate oh. ciders. I like sours, and then just like ciders. your typical like what? blondes. Like I don't like. I, I like blondes. Marty likes I like blondes. blondes. Uh, I don't like anything that's too sweet. Uh, sweet, like I think just hangover every time I have any alcohol with sugar. In but it, a so cider would that not okay. be considered? Yeah, a cider. Well, you said you said you don't like. Yeah, he doesn't like ciders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think My it's odd that it's probably firestone walker double barrel dba i think that was one of my favorites hmm. that's a long name like, that, that is a, a long name i've had firestone aren't they out of california i think they are yeah yeah i think i've had they're, their they're, yeah 805 is really popular. yeah 805 we've had that on the podcast yeah 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 no, they got one called double barrel dba it's like oak barrel aged and oh yeah those are good when they start aging them in different barrels yeah very good yeah this is just a traditional ipa but I think it's toned down a little bit, don't you, mm-hmm. DJ? I doesn't. I was like trying to see down. if we can find the IBUs. Yeah, the IBUs, but they don't list it. Um, but it's it's not going to be a high IBU, so it's not going to have that hoppy. Yeah, that hoppy piney flavor to it. It pairs well with yeah. pancakes. Yeah. So what this you, is what do you like? this what is really what's cool um, with with Anthem is on okay. their bottle. 
they then list what it goes with. So they're different oh. beers. They will tell you okay. what food oh. pairings. Yeah. So the weirdest is I've ever seen is pancakes. Yeah, pairs well with pancakes. Want? Yeah, pancakes. Well, you know, That's weird. Pancakes. That is very weird. Late nights trips to the Waffle House, right? Yeah, there right. you go. That's We've right. all done that. <laughs> or the IHOP. Do no, you guys have no, IHOP? No, no, no. Waffle oh, yeah, House. Do all have IHOP. Yep. Yeah, you do Waffle House or IHOP. No, really. no, not, or, oh, IHOP is trash. IHOP is trash. Thank you. It's trash. It's garbage. It's garbage. Soggy. Yeah, it's disgusting. Ugh. Uh, Morgan, have you been to a Waffle House? No. Okay. What? Okay. Oh. <laughs> like, that was a but good no. question, no, no, no. But Anthony. She, Anthony, good but question. But she knows garbage, though. She knows trash. Yeah. But she food. she can't even say that Waffle House we're is not better because she's never been there. We're just talking about hey. IHOP as trash, right? Uh, yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, IHOP's great. I've had good pancakes and that ain't it. That ain't it. Yeah. And it's a house of pancakes, too. That's what a, what a shame. That is that is true. What a shame. If you're going to be that international, of, international. International house of pancakes, have some good freaking pancakes. And if you're drunk well, going to the international house of pancakes, they better be some good pancakes. They're not. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you're drunk, like, you don't even have to be sober during, like, <laughs> if you're drunk and you're going to the international house of pancakes and they're soggy and you don't like them and it's trash, yeah. Ooh. That's that's rough. That's a rough night. That is a rough night. How'd they get so big? I'm gonna tag uh, IHOP in the show notes. Yeah, I'm gonna tag IHOP. <laughs> well, we guess that sponsorship goodbye. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> We're going for We're the going waffle, waffle house. house. Yeah. <laughs> that waffle oh. one, man. Yeah, Anthony walked into a waffle house this year oh. for the first time. Uh, did yeah. you get the all you can eat? The all star, dude. No, yeah. there was a there was a shooting at that waffle house. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you usually just push those people to the side. Go to Compton like, and go to Waffle House, man. No, oh God. it was it was actually a beautiful town in Tennessee. I don't know what happened. It was just <laughs> part of it was the like game. I was like, I'm at a Waffle House, but apparently there was a shooting here. Yeah, you should have went to IHOP. Oh, <laughs> we were dying. We were all laughing. Yeah, too, too much. Um, so basically, I guess I guess transitioning from here, um, you will kind of wanted to go back to uh, what our game changers are in the industry, right? You asked, uh, what, you know, what we think has really change things whether it's products and things like that uh i guess we can kind of go around the ring here and uh probably get the opinions from you guys first what are your yeah. game changers oh you shifted back they nice. shifted yeah. back that's yeah. a good podcast yeah. host right there man i that's like that we're all about that collaboration yeah, yeah. Hey. i'm gonna go microfiber towels uh go ahead DJ. no go ahead oh, you last time i yep Last time what? I went the different route, and you were like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about specific physical <laughs> products. I'm like, what? 2000s, we would say sealants, right? So yeah. I didn't go there. I think the, the product that changed the industry dramatically, if we really look at it as a micro, macro level, is how many decades did we do bucket washing? Mm -hmm. And yeah. now you see people with these things called foam cannons and then there's certain soaps that you put in these foam like it's a complete shift it really yeah. is like and i i mean and i'm saying these things like i mean we sell and we carry the the stuff but it's just when i first started seeing it it was like wait what and then now you use it there's no need to ever bucket wash again people are like i do a three-step bucket wash i'm like why just foam cannon it and soap it like you're done like you don't need all those steps so i I think I I think when I did that I did I did foam cannon like um, you know and to me that's easy. What yeah, 
I went ceramics after I got chewed out for uh, <laughs> not picking an actual physical product to detail a car. But cause, because ceramics, I mean, your profit margins are so much higher. Um, it's just you can Chance offer. To make real money. For the you first can, time. yeah. And what we see the is longevity too. The longevity is great, but our clients, I mean, they might purchase a five or seven year coating, but realistically, they're buying a car every three years. So you know, when their sixteen year old gets a gets a brand new car, when they when their husband gets a new truck, I mean, we're doing coatings for families now, like. Like every time they get a brand new car, they call us immediately. Like from the dealership, mm-hmm. we go pick up the car from the dealer sometimes, take it to our shop, take care of it, then deliver it to the client. Like that's what I love the most about. I mean, it's just so that's the one that's changed. It's almost like you got two though. It's waterless and then that. Well, right? yeah, yeah, that would sure. be your two. Waterless would be this because pro- DJ's completely waterless. Probably top one actually. He's uh, completely yeah. waterless. Uh, so waterless has changed the game. And I mean, I started this way. The trunk of my car I was using waterless car wash. Um, but I mean the efficiency, the amount of and water. A, a ninety-nine, ninety-nine Ford Contour. Yeah. yeah. At five percent tint. <laughs> it was the sketchiest mobile detailer until I got out of the car and I was like, okay, he's all right. But um, no, but yeah. So I was able to, to quit my job and work out of the trunk of my car with just spray bottles and um, just moving more into what I was actually doing. I realized I was saving it. A shit ton of water and you know preventing a lot of contamination into our uh, into our rivers and streams and waterways and so forth so um, it's just been awesome the amount of impact I've had in my community and I mean the first few years it was horrible we we it was almost like we we're doing a disservice to ourselves because we weren't getting any business because people were like hold on how can you you know how can you wash your car without any water at all you're gonna scratch our paint this yeah. and that so it took a lot of education within I mean we're in Oklahoma like a lot of education here to, in order for us to be successful. Um, but we just stuck with it through education. Now we have a lot of detailers here that are using it. We have uh, the general public that are requesting to come buy the solution for themselves. So it took a while, but um, it's definitely been been awesome. So yeah, ceramics and then waterless, those two, we couldn't do, I would not be able to do what I do without those two for sure. Yeah. No, those, those are solid choices. I mean, uh, Levi? That's definitely uh, so for me, probably the biggest thing in my business was doing was making that move to rinseless, because uh, you know in Idaho we didn't have water restrictions. There was no need to it to do that. But uh, I did just because I started seeing the trend in my town that I was working in, which is Garden City here, in Boise. It's a little billet, like little town inside the city, but it borders the river, and so. Uh, I noticed that the restrictions were really high. City water kept coming by and checking and testing my tanks and all that stuff. And I thought, I just I'll try out this rinseless thing and see if I can make a work of kind of a hybrid pressure wash, yeah. you know, degrease stuff, and then wash with rinseless, uh, and then not have to dry the car. If we wash with O and R, we just pull the car on. Now we're saving steps and saving time, and it was just it made it really nice. And it was fun to watch the city stop by, and they they watch us do it and they're like that's i can't believe you're washing a car without soaking everything or getting everything wet or running as much water but my cost went down a ton because i was only using water to pressure wash wheels tires and an engine and that was it the rest of the car was washed with o and r and so uh that was probably the biggest thing for me uh but instagram facebook i'm gonna say not just for marketing but for creating a network of friends. <laughs> DJ's was, cheering for you, man. Yeah, He's cheering but for us. But it was creating a network of friends because for so long, the only person I had to talk to about detailing was the guy on the truck that would swing by and sell me chemicals. And having that ability to, to start following other detailers that I liked, uh, 
compare tips and tricks. So like, uh, I don't know if you guys know Brian Vaccaro at Impression Auto Salon in Santa Clarita. Uh, he and I started our shops at the same time. He was a mobile detailer uh, and he started a detail shop, his detail shop Impression. And I was starting my detail shop, which was uh, Hawks Detail Masters of Shine. Uh, that was our, like we started them at the same time. So it was fun to finally have somebody who was doing the same number of cars, kind of doing the same kind of stuff, but somebody I could bounce ideas off of back and forth. But he was in Santa Clarita, mm -hmm. California, and I'm in Boise, Idaho. Uh, but it was fun to see the level. We were using the same products. We were sending each other pictures back and forth or on Instagram or Facebook or just through text and seeing, you know, somebody else's work and going, having that validation, like, I'm actually pretty good at this. Like, you know, because before I didn't, I just, I, I would see other detail shops in town. I'd see them deliver cars and you'd see squirrels down the side or whatever and go, From, I know I'm better than them. Yeah. Uh, but that, for me, that was, I think the biggest thing was one, having a network and friends that I could show work to. Hey, so to question, you just mentioned that, like when you would see other cars and you would, you know, wow, you know, you know natural instinct was to well i'm better than them the other detailer right, yeah some of the things that we talk about as far as you know we did a whole instagram um how to market on instagram and you know the the new way of marketing and one of the things that we constantly talk about is what we don't like yeah how social media some of the don't likes of of social yes. media and yeah. but it, i think it's in our core because you just made a statement that you know even decades ago you had that. I still do that. Yeah, you did that. Well, well so now it's well. elevated. Um, yeah, and now it's extremely elevated. And I, would, I, I wanted to ask you the question, because I think it's just inherent as, as artists. We, you know, typically we probably just like, and being self-employed and all that, you know, we like to assume that we're always better than the next guy, right? I think that's why we're in business. And, you know, part of being artists, we display our quality through detailing. What do you think as far as why is that so social media is just elevated at higher is that why you think that we have such a problem with that because you you can't go through a feed without a detailer trashing another detailer yeah and i think it comes with the territory i think especially newer detailers as there or newer people to social media to groups that maybe don't know one what the idea is about uh dj what just happened I have no idea. I think we lost another part of another episode. <laughs> hmm. Well, at least we're not the only ones. Hey, you know what's cool, though, is even the rat company, they've had some technical difficulties with the uh, recording podcast, so we're not the only ones. Yeah. Hey. So we've got a bit that uh, kind of left undone. Yeah. Hey, might as well. Uh, Let's crack open another one. Might as well have a little bit of beer. Uh, all right, so let's talk about this. And we talked about the beer a little bit in the podcast, but Anthem, really cool brewery down in Oklahoma City. Uh, we like a lot of their different beers. They're pretty active on social, so you guys hit them up at Anthem Brewing. Uh, this IPA, it's just a good regular IPA beer, right? Like nothing crazy about it. But it's not like overly yeah, yeah IPA-ish. Yeah. Just, we'd like to know what is this the two IPAs? for two of IP, IPAs you, you've liked on the podcast? Is this Ooh. the second one in a row you've Ooh. actually not talked bad about? It is. All right, it's on record now. It is on record, and this one doesn't even have the citrus to it. This is just a. So it's just a. It's a basic it's IPA. A, it is. It's if, a basic IPA. I hand this one and say, "Hey, this is what an IPA tastes like." 
Uh, I wouldn't. Why not? Because there's none of that hoppy, piney. This is what an IPA should taste should like. Should taste like. There, <laughs> there you we go. go. There you go. All right, let's rate it. We got to rate the beer. Mm, I mean, it's IPA, so it's still not going to get above four, probably. Uh, I think we should have an IPA rating scale. <laughs> oh, we're going to switch it up, huh? It's Just so hard for to IPAs? actually rate this within other beers like Coors and, you know, all those other good beers. It's kind of hard to put a number on on this one when you have like banquet and then Coors Light and then Where, where's the beer part I thought you were going to start listing good beers yeah, yeah I was I was saying like yeah like it's other than Coors and Coors Light oh, like other, other than beers the best other, of the best so zero everything above Coors and Coors Light is like a point oh what other candy you know changes color from that <laughs> I mean is that not the coolest thing in the entire world <laughs> like come on what other candy marketing market the out of you. <laughs> well, I like the banquet. It's just like that old man, like I'm just chilling oh, on a that's Sunday working on my dad's truck kind of beer. Because mm. you were never on a Sunday working <laughs> on your dad's truck. I don't think banquet that much. So when I do, <laughs> I will. <Absolutely> never <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon work on your dad's truck. Okay, dad's working on his truck. I'm out there having his banquet with him, mm -hmm. watching him. Sure. I might give it a 3.5. I'm going to go two and a half. You're going to go two and a half. All right. I'm going to give it a 3.5. All right. We better get back into this episode. Beer oh, break over. Yeah. Uh, we'd ask the question about most, like what they found yeah. the biggest in the industry. The biggest in the industry, some the big differentiators that's helped them. And, and you know, I talked about waterless and ceramics and some guys. Yeah. So Yeah. Cool. She, it's now moved on to Morgan. Yes. So, so we're going to jump into Morgan's discussion. Perfect. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Thanks, guys. Bear with us. Work in progress. Work in progress. But hey, once again, we're not the only ones. That's right. Go team. Go team. Yeah. Like, I don't even, you know, my excuse used to be like, oh, it's too cold. You know, I don't want to go do it. It's raining. But now I can literally just do it in the garage. And then that's it, you know. It's lit. It's lit. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hell yeah. I like it. All right, Anthony, your turn. Um, so, I mean, obviously, Rinseless is a fantastic product. And, 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 or Rinseless Wash. Don't do it, Anthony. Fantastic. Don't do it. Uh, Don't do it. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. So, like no. Um, I would say, you know, long throw polishers are uh, long throw oh. dual action polishers. Absolutely awesome. Uh, in terms of you know tools that, I mean, have really changed the way from that rotary, not yeah. only our cars being finished mm -hmm. out, uh, but also uh, efficiency. Uh, you know, the quality of work. You know, the the ease of use, uh, learning, and all of that. It's just there's so many benefits to those uh, to those machines and just the technology that we have. You know, coming out to us even this year with Rupes coming out with the new Mark III. You know, it's got a nice, you know, some cool little tidbits on it that really, you know, separate it from uh, uh, from the rest of the dual actions out there. So, um, you know, I would say that's one big one big thing. And then uh, I really like uh, pressure sprayers. I really yeah. like um, so like the IK sprayers that we. I have. got them started on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> pressure well, sprayers. Oh, uh, so they're a, they're a pump up. IK. He found yeah. those. But I got him on pressure sprayers because I showed him. I was like, we got to get something like this. And he was like, oh, these are nice, but this thing sucks. The one yeah. I bought. And I was like, I had to do it because I have such bad arthritis. I can't pull 
trigger sprayer anymore. Yeah, and it that's hurts where so bad. So and, I use pump sprayers. And that's where the pump sprayers. I know most people like they see these gimmicky things that make foam, and you know you can spray liquid out of. But I can't tell you how much time some of those have saved me in certain cases. I mean, yeah. for example, this weekend uh, there's the IK multi sprayer. Hand me that box right there. there uh, there's nothing in it. Just hand me the box. So it looks like this thing right here, and you guys can see that on camera there. So that right there, I can fill that up with my rinseless wash solution and do my pre-spray with just this, misting it on the surface. And then what I can do moments later, I can change the dilution within this, and then now it's my clay loop sprayer, right? Now I can spray my clay loop. I can put my glass cleaner on this. I can put a spray sealant in this. I can do so many things with this sprayer and save time and have a more, a, I guess, more efficiency, better coverage, and um, and my my fingers don't hurt because you know after kind of being spoiled by that, whenever I, you hand me a trigger sprayer mm -hmm. that I need to apply a lot of product with, I'm like screw this thing, dude. I'm like give me one of those pump sprayers so I can pump it up a couple times and have way more, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, way more uses with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it. Uh, we call put when you put bead maker in an IK multi, it's God mode. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you guys, and, and I don't. I apologize. I, I don't know a whole lot about the rag company. So tell me, I mean, I guess I just figured you guys sold microfiber towels. So I'm guessing you sell a bunch of other so stuff. Do. Like who, tell us, give us a so, little elevator so pitch of who you guys are. So Only Levi, though, not Dane. Yeah, not Dane. Not, Dane, not you Dane. can't talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. The rag company was started in 1999 by a little old lady named Bev. Uh, she fell in love with microfiber once it came to America in the mid-90s. Uh, she thought it was so cool. So she started out of her garage. Uh, she did a ton of private label for different companies. Uh, her and her husband ran it for a good number of years. And then she got sick and had to go into hospice. Uh, none of her family wanted the business. Uh, oh. She reached out to her kids, her grandkids, nobody, everybody just thought it was grandma's towel game. It's weird, whatever. Uh, so through weird towel company. Yeah. <laughs> Why would we sell towels? Grandma sell towels out of her garage. Uh, but she had a ton of huge accounts that they didn't know about. Uh, and so uh, Dane's parents bought it about seven years ago. Yeah, it was a mutual family friend when they finally realized nobody in the family was interested. My parents had always been looking they for both like have a bachelor's. business. They, they wanted to do like masters. a franchise thing. Yeah, they both have their MBAs. Because like oh, they had the corporate jobs. They worked office jobs like everybody else. And that was their thing. And they, you know, were kind of hoping one day, hey, we want to have something that we get to be the boss of, right? And I mean, for detailers, that's a big appeal. A big yeah. detailer to a lot of guys is I get to be my own boss. But, mm -hmm. well, but this Carolyn was kind of the approach. Carolyn did echocardiology. Uh, so ultrasound of the heart. And then Jeff was a project manager for a number of different companies over the years, uh, at big, big, huge corporations. And so that was their like day to day. And then this kind of just fell in their laps and they thought it's a small business. We can try and work it out. Like we can have Dane come work for us. We can put it in our garage. I quit my full time and, job with benefits. Well, let's, in a garage. let's try it. And her only request to them was I like it, Dane. Go of it. Don't just sell off the inventory. Yeah. Don't just sell off the inventory and take money and yeah. run. Like actually make, please make something out of this. And she had called it the rag company. And so Dane came in and first thing he did was, uh, uh, well, work how in their many, garage. Dane, how many years <laughs> yeah. ago was this? This is back in 2012 ish, 2013. Yeah, okay. there. So yeah. six, seven years ago. And, uh, so Dane came to work in the garage. He redesigned the logo and made that right guy there. and 
and then and signed built our website, website, took pictures of products, fulfilled the orders, answered the phone calls. Dane was employee number one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today we had a uh, little birthday party at work here, and Carolyn <clears throat> used it to uh, introduce three of the new employees that started yesterday. And someone asked, how many employees do we have now? Yeah, yeah. we have 20, 27, 26, 27 yeah. employees now. So it's a little different uh, now. But basically, they so they started the company that way, uh, and they were selling towels and computerized everything and did all that. Uh, took a lot of data entry, all that stuff. And within the first year, your dad quit his job. Yeah. Uh, and then about six months later, Carolyn quit her job and came on full time. Uh, the business moved out of the garage and into 3,000 square feet. And within three months, they knocked the wall out of the adjoining 3,000 square feet to become 6,000 square feet. Took over the neighboring and, building and yeah, just kind of worked their way out. And then Jeff started renting 1,000 square foot storage units till he had 10 of them and was like, oh, gosh, we're out of room. And then <laughs> rented this place, uh, which is our current location. And that was two and a half years ago. And now um, we're getting and, pretty cramped in here. And now we're cramped in here. <laughs> we have 15,000 square feet here. We have another 15,000 across the parking lot, 5,000 of which we've turned into a photography studio that we have 10,000 so it's big. square feet. <laughs> it's big. Yeah. So, so that, like the company has grown very quickly and yeah. very fast. That's awesome. And I will say the reason why, a big part of it, other than we have awesome employees who do an amazing job packing and answering questions and all that, a lot of it started with figuring out the social media game before maybe other people were really getting into that from yeah. a company perspective at least. I approached it as somebody who wanted to make videos, but I figured I'm artistic. I can make graphics and design the website, do this stuff. It's not my passion necessarily to design websites, but I'll do what I can and I'll make a logo that hopefully people like and do a few yeah. other things. And we, we grew up from there, but a lot of it was social media. I mean, it's word of mouth. We, we don't really pay for ads. I think we have some paid YouTube videos that are out there that'll show up as an ad in front of some other videos. But for the vast majority of it, everything has been word of mouth. It's extremely organic. Yeah. You, you're uh, putting I, out, you're putting out on your social, which is so. This would be a good segue. Um, we talk about it, and we don't have to go into this deeply, but we talk about it on a much regular basis with how do detailers use social media mm -hmm. from you know the general. If you just go through a general snapshot of social. Detailers are usually using it as a platform to show off their their work, which right. I get it. Like we talked about it, we totally understand. Like we do that too, in a sense. We also like to display what work we're doing, and if you do a 50-50, it's really cool to see that transition and all that. However, most of them aren't using it to market to prospective customers. They're using right. it just right. to tell other detailers about how great they are. They're bragging to other detailers. They're bragging Pretty much. <laughs> but, but you're a perfect example of you aren't using a lot of, you know, paid advertisement. Not, you're not, not selling. You're not selling. You're just putting out content, which is yep. what we tell them, and give through education. So give us, give us a little bit more info on how then a detailer can use the same idea that you did to put into their business practice. So I, I would approach this and say what we do more or less equates to like a soft sell kind of situation. So you're providing information, you're helping somebody out. First, you, you, you kind of you find out what somebody has off. an issue with and then you approach it, you answer the question before you go, you need to buy this product. Like that's not the move, help somebody with their issue and then the product comes about more naturally. Yeah. 
Yeah. And in that case, the product is a detail or some kind of service well, or something and, like that. And to tell, if you guys want to know the backstory, the way it started out was uh, I met Jeff and Carolyn because I was looking for towels. And we started talking to each other, and Jeff's like, I, I'm noticing a trend where detailing is, is going to be is taking up more and more of our business. We do janitorial, uh, we do spa, health, beauty, you know, all that kind of stuff too. But Jeff was noticing that like detailing was, was making a bigger jump. And so he goes, I don't have a detailer I can bounce ideas off of or ask questions of. And that's how it started. Me and him became friends and he just started emailing me or calling me or texting me, got a customer on the phone, how do I answer this? And all of a sudden, Dane was like, well, why don't we do some videos with Levi and let's, let's see if he wants to be in on some videos. And kudos to Jeff, he lets Dane do, like he lets us, the four of us, basically do what we want. Uh, he doesn't micromanage us. He doesn't, you know, be on our back to, you know, hit goal, you know, hit our goals or things of that nature. We've gotten like, us this far, so we've shown yeah, a track like, record of being. He able just says, to. "You guys, all I ask yeah. is education is key. Yep. Don't badmouth anybody, nope. and uh, you know, just be yourselves." And yeah. that's what we do. We can cheers so, to that. Cheers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so that's what we do. So Dane and I did the first series of videos, and it was just here's the products we carry. Here's how they work. You can pick them up at the rag company. That's it. It, like, it was it how to clean your windows. It yeah, wasn't, literally you need this to product to clean your windows. It was how to clean your windows. Yeah, and you just kind of walk different through methods. it. Yeah. And the product wasn't like shill, shill, shill. It we was just, every here's what I'm using, but I'm going to do this. Right. So then, so then as detailers, um, I think they would take it, DJ, if you want to chime in on this, is not so much how to use a product, but maybe... How to do a technique. How, how to yes. How to do it. Like, so DJ, tell us from a company that does a lot of marketing through social and doesn't do selling, how do you do branding as a detailer? Um, <clears throat> I just give away information pretty much. Yeah. Just give yeah. away information. And, and if I'm, that's pretty much it. So it's just. But, so describe information, which we've talked about, like instead of just saying, hey, the scratch came out like storytelling. There you go. Yeah, gotcha. Sorry. How scratch happened or yeah. what it did. Okay, or, so if we're yeah. talking about like I don't know, um, marketing to a specific client about I want this client to bite on my correction services. Well, I'm not gonna say here's a 50/50 shot. Here's the before and after. I'm gonna say this client um, ran this truck through a field full of branches and was freaking out, and they needed us to do it for them. So I'm telling a story. I'm setting up the yeah. story. Yep. And they brought it to our shop. We assessed it. You know, we measured the paint, clear coat, whatever you want to do. And then we took specific, you know, steps to get the scratches out, least aggressive to, you know, most aggressive, whatever. But you really just kind of paint the picture of what happened. I like to use the story of like, the our, our demographic is like mothers with, you know, SUVs and children. So we, yes. might, use, we might use the example of, um, uh, you know, their children got, kid got sick in the car after school and threw up everywhere. Well, the mom called us, frankly, one evening, you know, because the kid threw up in the car and we came out the next day to get it out. But here's what we use. Here's why we use this specific system or product. And, and that's kind of how we do it. So we do it through storytelling. We don't just say, here's a 50-50 shot. Here's what we can and cannot do. It's like, here's, here's what happened. Here's, you know, um, here's what we did. Here's why we did it. And, you know, we have a happy client now. So, Yeah, and that's, that's kind of how I did it in my shop was I would bring my customers in, in a sense, and show them. Here's how we're going to wash your car and we'll teach them how to wash it. And two things happen. They either want us to wash it or they want to do it themselves. And either way, I'm going to try and get a sale out of it, whether they're going to pick up the products for me or they're going to set up for a maintenance package. But right. it's just bringing them in and educating them or 
doing pictures on Facebook and I would, people get, go like, oh, I'll take a picture on Facebook of the car and people go crazy. Well, you know, most people don't understand you can't take your business page and link a private person. So I always would just take it from, uh, I would ask them to be my friend on Facebook and ask if that's all right. And then they would, I would take a photo and I would write a little story about it and I would show pictures and I'd say, hey, so-and-so came in, they brought their Denali in, mm -hmm. they wanted to get this clean, yeah. uh, get it ready for the spring, story. you know, they've got a lot of road their trips. friends see it. And I'd build this whole story on the post, put their names and stuff in it, and then I would post it on my business page and then I would come in as a private, as myself, share it on my friend's page, tag them in it, that would go to their friends and their, then their friends were like, oh my gosh, what a great story. You got to have your car detailed. Yeah. It also built jealousy amongst them because <laughs> they wanted to get, they wanted to get their car clean too. And most of these ladies didn't even know that this was possible. You yeah. Know, they didn't even know. A lot of people know. Moral of all the stories is education, content, content, education, and not just, not just take a, the same picture over and over. Yeah. And expect, yeah. So rather, you know, rather than trying to make other detailers jealous, Try and make other detail customers jealous. There you That's go. You want. Nice. Yeah. That was short and sweet, Dan. Good job, man. Andy. Dan nailed it. Cheers All right. to Dan. Cheers to Dan. Short, that was a one-liner, dude. Drop your mic. We like it. Yeah. There you go. Close, Close enough. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, there you go. Man, that, that's the key. So for us, we do the same thing. We just we tell a story. We come in. We try and make it fun. You know, for yeah. Dane's videos that we did on his car, you know, we did a Dr. Color Chip thing. I don't do a lot of paint touch up Anthony does so we tried to make it fun to bring Anthony in and we do some funny things where I clap and make myself disappear or I bring him in you know we do some fun cameras just because we can and we thought like why not there's no we don't have any rules there's no rules in this marketing world right so we yeah. can do whatever we want and so we literally try it and if it works it works if it doesn't it falls pretty flat sometimes yeah but we just try to have fun with it and be ourselves and I think that's also why our podcast, we were talking about this, why our podcast is is so well. Yes, it's detailing related. Yes, it's automotive related. But at the end of the day, it's stories about our weekend. In a nutshell, uh -huh. it's us. And it's how we live, you know. For better or what for I worse, do with my kids, what Dane carry. does with leaving his Christmas tree up or buying his girlfriend a dishwasher <laughs> or Anthony, you know, and his fear of flying and how great he loves his dogs and his fiance. Like, People don't oh, know Anthony. what she does. Oh. Yeah, like, you know, like how many cars she cleaned. What a cute. Did you say I love my dogs more than my fiance? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But he did mention them first before your fiance. I did. She, she did. He did. Sorry, Katie. Sorry, Katie. Didn't mean to say that. Uh, she doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah. And Morgan just loves her car and uh, her future husband, Brandon, uh, that she plans on marrying here in the next 10 years or so. Wow. <laughs> hey, so does Brandon know that? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> hey Morgan. Does, I don't even think Brandon knows her Morgan, yet. Does, does Brandon know you? <laughs> Morgan, have you guys gone out? Oh no. Yeah. We can't get into this. No. Okay. Oh. We absolutely Morgan wants to have three or four kids. You know, when she's older. She's I gotta go. <laughs> you gotta. They're calling me wow. outside. Oh, I think wait, I need to. Hey, what's Brandon's Instagram? Yeah, we, need to, uh... we gotta at him real quick. <laughs> No, no, no. Brandon, if you're out there, she likes you. She's going to ask you out soon. No, you need to ask oh, her. Oh, my God. She gets home. Yeah. She gets house. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyways, transitioning from here. Um, yeah, I think, I think that kind of answers that, though, as far yeah. as what, you know, what we do on our end yeah. of things to but spice we sell, up. We sell Optimum. We sell PNS. We sell Grid Guard. 
Uh, we've done some brushes. We do Detail Factory. We do co-branded products with Lake Country, IK Sprayers. Uh, we cover a lot of bases. And we're working on a couple other different brands that we want to bring on. Uh, but we're very selective with what we bring on. Um, the first stuff was everything that I worked with and used and liked. Uh, the rest of it is, you know, we, Anthony and I really go through and vet everything. And like in the term of bead maker, like it's been out for two years, but we had it for one year and Anthony and I used it from the day we got it to the day we launched it on our website. Uh, we vetted it for a year. I got to make sure it works. I got to make sure that I like it. I got to make sure I use it in all the right seasons and conditions. Your reputation is on the line. Because I've got, yeah. Dane with another yeah. one. Dude, he's, he's, he's yeah. killing it now. But it's but I, but I got to be able to stand by <laughs> it. So, you know, I got to know everything about it. I got to be able to get on the phone with Dave. I got to be able to handle, you know, talk yeah. to Bob and Rennie. You got to you know, try it. Same with, same with Optimum. I got to, I got to go to Memphis. I got to hang out with Dr. G. I got to check out the factory. I got to get out there. Yeah. I got to do training. That's stuff, respect. You know, like I have to, that's know the that. detailer in you. I'm not going to sell yeah, it. Yeah. I like it. You know, cause we get approached by a number of companies that always want us to carry our stuff. Mm -hmm. I can't carry everybody. And I, I don't want to be, you know, you know, I don't want to be one of the bigger companies where I just have 50 yeah. things out there that no one's going to use, or maybe they only buy one product. We don't need yeah. 50 different waxes. The stuff might be good, but if it's all redundant. What'd you say? Wax? What's that? Different waxes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't that? need 50 waxes. I don't need 50 different coatings. Huh. I don't need. Why do you wax? Have Why would you wax? I don't know. I waxed uh, my wood uh, tabletop in my house. Oh, yeah. oh you waxed wow. your um, with oh, uh, that stuff. Yeah. That's how we do it. So we bet Anthony and I really focus hard on trying to. Morgan, make... what's wrong? I just knocked the coaster off the table. No. Oh. Oh. That's how that waxes. I'm trying to make sure products are vetted 100%. So if we like them, and Anthony and I don't always agree. There's stuff that I like that Anthony does not like. And so How dare you? he challenges back Anthony's and goes, this, I don't like it. And I'm like, what, what don't you like? Try to do, do it this way. He's like, mm, no, I don't. That's not going well, to work. It's not even, it's not always the results that are the problem. It's the user experience. Maybe the That's result's it. great, but the user experience. Yeah, is, I may be fine with it, so, but he's so. like, man, I just, it hurts my hand or yeah. I can't. You know, that's really cool. It's vice versa. Yeah, so that, yeah. that's cool to know because like I said, I mean, we were, we took a little bike ride yesterday. We were talking about you know, well, we didn't know really what was going on, but we were really excited for the opportunity, you know, for you yeah. guys to have us on. And that's what, yeah. so it's cool to learn so much more about uh, your guys, what all different things you do. And so yeah, we talk, we, we want to do something to say thank you, you know, to you guys for being on the podcast, you know, having us on your podcast, as well as, you know, for your brand. And so I want to buy a $100 gift card for the that's rag company cool. to give to then our listeners that are on the Pints of Polishing podcast so that they can get something from you guys. So whether we thought it was just microfiber towels, so that's cool. you got a whole bunch of different stuff that you can get. So oh, yeah. we'll work out the, the logistics. I'll send you, you oh, know, yeah. however you want to do it. And then we'll give away what until, until Valentine's day. Perfect. You want to do that? 14th. So we'll give it away. Oh, yeah. We'll give it like away uh, on Valentine's day, a hundred dollar gift card to the rag company yeah. for, for our yeah, listeners. Dude. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. 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 We do yeah. cheers. That's yeah. what we do. Well, we do yeah. cheers. Well, I mean, there you go. Plastic, plastic doesn't sound good together. Yeah. Wait, plastic? What plastic. is that? Yeah, it's uh, not really. Check the ocean. Uh, Check the ocean. Uh, uh, no, we appreciate it. I also wanted to say, you guys' party at Mobile Tech was amazing. Thank oh, you. That was 
It was fun to be there and have so many people. Anthony and I were very there. upset we missed it. Uh, what? These guys yeah. told us how awesome they it was. Yeah, they were still out to work. <laughs> uh, Jeff and I were there and we got to hang out, but it was uh, but it was fun. It was one of those where it was like, holy cow, everybody's here. And my favorite thing was like Jeff, the owner of the ride company, he literally spent the entire night talking to Ian from uh, Microfiber Tech Auto Fiber. Yeah. The whole night, the two of them just cool sat and talked to each other. Yeah, yeah. very cool. You know? So, That's yeah, the about. Pint Nights, yeah. we did our first one at SEMA. Last year. Um, yeah, and, you know, I, I, we didn't know how they would go, but we had just started getting messages from different guys. We're like, you know, we'd love to meet everybody and just hang yeah. out and drink beer because that's what we do. And so we threw one together for SEMA, and it was the same way. We, we were blown away at how many people came. So we're like, well, we're going to do a booth at Mobile Tech, so – why not do another one? And yeah, I mean, it, it really, they just keep going. And every time we have one, they go, well, you know, you're going to have to do another one. We go, <laughs> yeah. yep, yeah, we are. So we'll do one for yeah, SEMA and then another one for Mobile. Yeah, they're fun. So we, we just get together and you get to drink free beer. I mean, what's not to like about that? Oh. Yeah, man. Yeah, they, awesome. uh, I think Jeff had three or four of them. Wow. <laughs> At the end of the night. You drank we yours. Were, yeah, that's yeah, about three or four less than we had. Let's just say it was a lot for him. And Bob and uh, Keith and Rennie gave us a ride back to our place. And Jeff was uh, a bit surly. Yeah. And making jokes with Bob back and forth. And oh, fine. Fun. Bob can take him. Bob can take Bob him. Bob can Bob's take good. him. He's good. It was, watch. it was fun to watch because, uh, truth be known, we've helped launch Beatmaker around the world. Uh, and so it was funny because. Uh, you know, Jeff was making jokes about how Beadmaker was funding all this stuff for the rag company, oh how God. thankful he was for it. And then, uh, and then he was asking Bob, like, you know, we can do that with this product and this product. And he was just being cocky, and it was hilarious to listen to the that is. Okay. talk. The, the big it. dogs going after there each other. Go. Yeah, yeah, it was fun to listen to him and, and Rennie giving him crap, and it was oh, keeping yeah. back. It was it was fun uh, to be in that that. That's awesome. Yeah. Right, so. Hey, thank you so much, guys, for having oh, us on. Thanks, we we yeah, really uh, appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. We, uh, it. we always exchange social media handles on here. So do you yeah, guys yeah. want to give your social handles so that our listeners yeah. can hear and what where they can find you? Brandon? Sure. Yeah. Go around the horn. Oh, so I'm the rag Oh, yeah. We wanted have... Brandon. First. Definitely. Where's well, Brandon's? I'm <laughs> trying to help you out, girl. Chill out. The Rag Company Levi on Instagram. You can find my public profile, uh, Levi Gates, on uh, Facebook, as well as my personal Levi Gates on there. And then, uh, yeah. Nice. Dane? Nice. Uh, well, obviously, the Rag Company YouTube channel and the Rag Company podcast YouTube channel. Those are the two big ones that are run. But then for myself personally, it's great dane films on instagram and that's gr and the number eight dane films you know because i made it when i was a teenager so so have you owned great danes <laughs> have you ever had the dog nope i have a pyrenees big dog but not a great dane <laughs> so yeah <laughs> i know i know he did, and i'm also he did dane license Hennen. plates that said great dane i did have that it's true yeah. and well, then i lost then. it when I didn't register it again fast enough that it expired briefly and someone else snatched it up from under me. That was oh, yeah. a bad move. So, uh, Morgan, what is your handle? Brandon, uh, Brandon, Brandon. Uh, mine is um, at Morgan McMurray on Instagram. And next take what? Next to Anthony. That's what I always do. Morgan. Wow, you're a freaking rock star. 30,000 followers? Yeah. I can't find Brandon in all these. Hold on. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's in it's in my bio. It's in her bio there. Oh, well, oh. all the jokes are no. Oh. That's pointless. Now. Yeah. That's it's not funny anymore. Oh. oh, there he is. You list it right on Anthony, your bio. Anthony, Anthony tricked you guys. It's just <laughs> it's just a fat oh, joke. Man. Damn. Is that a joke? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Hey, cut all that out. Um. Anyways, uh, you uh, you can find me. I just I run the Rag Company uh, Instagram. That's what I do. Um, as well as do a lot of the cross-linking with Instagram and stuff, or with Facebook, sorry. Um, and then my Instagram is just uh, Anthony with two Y's and Fisher with two You're R's. You're doing that one? He's You're really go omitting a wow. big, that big is, one Just so you guys know, that's his personal one. Anthony with two R's. Really Anthony with two Y's. He's omitting the most important You're not going to give him your main one? I don't know what you're he talking runs. about. Come on. You, you did that to own, me. All right. He had before he ever worked here, and he still runs it. I don't you know. His Instagram is all day Anthony. No, it's not. Underscore. If you search all day Anthony, you'll find a lot. <laughs> oh my God. This is it right here. <laughs> nice. 18,000 followers. You guys are big Super shots. Yeah. 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 So, just so you know, we call him Half Day Anthony. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the, the other half, okay. Anthony. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> we don't want to see the other half. All right, guys. Oh, no. Team, take it away. Yeah, oh, man, go. guys. Well, we want your handles for people to follow you if they're listening to us. So ah, yes. What do you guys got? Uh, I am at DJ Patterson on IG or at EcoGreenMD for the business. The podcast oh, is nice. at Pints Polishing Podcast. And then uh, mine, I'm Marshall uh, at Total Auto Solutions or personal is at Marty L. Hill. Cool. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet, dude. Well, thanks, guys. It's yeah. been really fun having you on here. And, you know, we're working out the audio, so hopefully we got a good sound here. But you know what? I think it's been really fun. Yeah. You guys have anything left to add before I sign us out? Hey, uh, uh, Marty has something to say. I do. Oh, yeah? You do. What you got? Make it a great day. There you go. Hey. There hey. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. Cheers. We'll Cheers. See, see ya. Everybody else.